right, it's a windy one today here in Texas, but it is. Is today officially the first day of spring? I think tomorrow. I think. Ah, man. Tomorrow, Tuesday. You that question on me. I don't know. It's don't coming know up. Top, yeah, it's, it's freaking coming up. Coming up but it is windy. We're actually out here in a in a little uh, shack, the back shack, a, a different one than we're usually in today. But we're out of the wind, so you can't hear it, so that's good. So if you hear uh, some noise in the background, just know that uh, it could be a fucking tornado. <laughs> no, no. And now we are going to have some crazy weather too in the next 24 hours or something possibly. That's what they're saying. <clears throat> All right, we're going to start with this today. Uh, I was at a gig this past weekend and I was talking to somebody that was passing through Texas and came down to East Texas and uh, had run into a dry county where they could not get any alcohol. They were like, are you kidding me? They were like, I can't believe that. I can't mm-hmm. believe I came into a place in Texas where I, I couldn't get alcohol. Like, I was like freaked out. Right. And I was like, you know, there's actually quite a few of counties and old jurisdictions that still don't allow the sale of alcohol, right? Right. In Texas. I don't know where they all are, but I know a few No, they're of them. scattered pretty consistently yeah. across the state. We've actually probably touched on this, that Medina, Texas, where, yep. where we do the podcast at most of the time, is is one of those areas. And just the precinct, not even the county. Right, just just the precinct that Medina is in. Yeah, you can drive like 8 or 9 miles one way, or you can drive 12 to 13 miles the other way, and you yep. can go get alcohol. But within that area, that precinct, you cannot. Right. And Yeah, and I used to, you know, uh, there back like in high school and shortly after, I worked at the gas station in Medina. And, man, all the time, people would come in and walk around the store, and then they'd come up to the front and be like, hey, where's the beer? I'd have to like break the bad news to a man, you know, like because I knew I knew most of the time they were probably someone just staying in one of the RV parks around here or yeah. something, you know. Just like, dude, I'm I'm sorry to bust it to you, man, but you got to go like 12 miles down the road if you. Hey, get but listen, here. if you cut off on this dirt road, there's this old still. <laughs> yeah. <No>. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, the Appalachians hey, of Texas. Hey, needs to just do yeah. a vending machine around here, man, on some right. back road. Yeah. Just tell the locals about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, the Appalachians of Texas, man. That's right. where we are. We are yeah. in the Texas Appalachia, right? Yeah, we're here. actually about to go country. hit it up, right? We we're, are. We're going to go hike a little, man, after this. Yeah, so I, I just kind of wanted to give a little thought to this. We won't spend too much time on it. But I, I, I wanted to think, number one is, why do the d- does that happen? And number two, why do we think that happens? It's all opinion-based, you know? Right. But, and also, like, you know, do, do you think it will lift and will it be productive if it lifts? Right. So those, those things, let's try to address that. Yeah. I think the reason it happened the ban and why it is still there. And like if Medina voted, I think it would be close. Mm-hmm. I don't know about other places, but I don't feel like it would be runaway that people would no, just say, you it know, would not pass with flying colors. More people than you think. Neither side would pass with flying yes, colors. Yes, exactly right. So I think that alcohol, like that old bar scene in Texas, like what also birthed what we know as Texas music, you know, right, the, honky-tonks. the honky-tonks and stuff. I think for as flavorful as those were, and for as much history as they provided, um, which is a lot, and I have so much respect for them. I, 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 this is not a knock on them. I also believe that that way of life provided a lot of pain for a lot of families. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of alcoholism and, and a lot of, uh, you know, the, just overly abuse of that way of life, you right. know? And it, and it led to a lot of problems in a certain era of American history in the South, especially. I can speak for in the South. And uh, that's why I feel like it's there's a, a feeling of like, don't let that in. There's going to be some bars come in and people are going to be getting drunk and driving around 
and they're not wrong. You know, I don't feel like they are wrong. Right. I mean, I, I do believe there is the threat to that. So where does it go from here, in my opinion? Um, well, let me see. What Do you agree with that assessment? I would agree with that assessment. I, th- I think especially around here, because, I, mean, I mean, you want to talk about the honky-tonk scene. We live just, you know, 15 miles down the road from Bandera, Texas, which not too long ago, it's, it's starting to kind of drift out of that scene these days, but not too long ago, when we were kids especially, it was very much a honky-tonk town. And we're not, and far, from, we're not far from Crider's Dance Hall, Queehee Dance Hall. Yeah. We're not far from Floor's Country Store. Yeah. We're not far from Green Hall. You but know? I mean, I mean, especially in Bandera. Bandera, I always like to tell people, you know, about the old Stompede. Back in the 40s and 50s, I think it ended yeah. sometime around the late 50s, a new sheriff got elected and put an end to it. But there was once a thing in Bandera called the Stompede, which became such a rowdy festival that uh, if you actually, I've seen in the archives of Bandera, there's these old signs uh, that say the free state of Bandera. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever heard that? The free state of Bandera? No, I haven't. No? The mayor, I, I guess it was the mayor of Bandera, during the, the high the high watermark of the, of the uh, Stampede, which I believe was around the 50s, actually declared Bandera for the weekend of the Stampede the free state of Bandera. Like, literally sent paperwork into Austin or something like they actually tried to make it pretty official that during that weekend Bandera County was almost like a free state God damn, you know man. because I mean the stompede was incredibly <laughs> rowdy I mean people would come in there was literally people would come into Bandera shooting their guns off in the air and stuff like that it was a very rowdy cowboy honky-tonk thing a new sheriff eventually got elected who put a stop to it all ended the stompede Stopped it dead in its tracks, said it's not happening anymore. But I think that uh, there are a few old-timers around Medina that I have talked to who I think probably still have that a little bit in their mind, you know. And one thing that people have to remember is that these sorts of, these sorts of issues come up in usually local elections, not during any sort of major, like federal or like state governor election usually just during some random you know some of them one of them random elections that 99 percent of people don't even so, think so about. You're, what you're saying and is i'm that, saying that yeah. usually it's the old people who do go who to show those up. kinds of I elections i see exactly what you're saying that's and that's they why are the ones who are going to influence those sorts of things that only pop up on those it's sorts so of basically ballots. it's a lack of participation yeah and i totally no, agree with that i think if, well. i think that yeah. if, if the younger generation of medina did like show up, show up yeah. and and like actually like hey this is what we're gonna do we're gonna go get this change they actually might win they in a landslide yeah win in a landslide yeah but the fact is these sorts of things only pop up on low key elections that yeah, most totally. people don't even know are going yeah. on except for the older generation uh you know we were talking about uh, one things you brought up was if it if it were to pass, what would be the effects? And that's the next you know? thing we go to. Uh, yeah. What, well, what, what, what is have, the future? What is the future? Do you think it will pass? Like, I mean, do you think I it's think coming? That, I think that it, it will eventually. For all of these places, all these in places around here, Lakey, two towns over. I mean, we're 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 not too far away from Lakey right now. Yeah, about as close uh, to Medina as we yeah. are. Lakey is. And right uh, Lakey just actually recently passed it. They were a dry town just like a two years ago or something like that. 
here in the past year. They've changed the law. Yeah, Utopia did as well. Utopia as well, yeah. Yeah. So we're already, we're going to have some examples just over the hills. You know, just the next valley over, we're going to have a couple of little Petri dishes of of what this kind of thing is going to do to a small town. And I think that we here in Medina need to pay attention to these towns and, you know, what what happens because of this. Do they end up with, uh, my prediction is they'll end up with a bit more law enforcement, yeah. you know, because if you got if you got bars in town, that means you're going to have drunk drivers at night, which means you're going to need some sort of local law enforcement patrolling your streets more often. Yeah, which, which is going to uh, be the county. Which is something that, a, you know, I think, you know, I don't think that, uh, I, I think there's a lot of people who around here who probably don't want I think that's probably one of a big argument you would hear against legalizing alcohol in these small okay, towns. Well, here, hey, check this is out. because, especially like in Medina, we basically have no police presence in Medina. Every now and then, maybe the constable will come sit in town for an hour or so. But other than that, unless the police are called to Medina, they're basically not here. What if some investor said, man, someone did the Oaks. We're going to come in. We're going to take the old Hatfield house. Yeah. Okay, people that are listening, I'm sorry if you've never been to Medina, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm spitballing here, okay? <laughs> but there's this old historic house called the Hatfield House that has been left to, to ho- hopefully hopefully to, for something to be done with it, but I don't think that's the intention. Yeah. But it would be awesome for Medina. Let's say it, it, there there's an also an old complex, this little stone complex that right. was just redone in Medina. And they re- they redid it in a very historical way, and they were able to keep their historical preservation. Right. You know, and it's called the Oaks Apartment. River Oaks. The I River believe. Oaks. River okay, Oaks in Apartment. Medina, Texas, and it's a cool place you can stay when you come out to the Hill Country, and it, it's just they got it. it they it's really, actually very cool. I, no, I helped. Get it right, uh, I helped yeah. put in the we we at the shop where I work at. We redid the window sills. Yeah. And we actually had to like do everything all original. We had to be very specific with yeah, these it's, things because so they had to keep their uh, their Texas historical whatever yeah, thing license, for their taxes. Yeah. But I just quick pitch for these people. Very neat place. All of their places, all their buildings, their little cottages, are authentic stone cottages. Furnished from like the 40s, maybe the early 50s, right? No televisions. No televisions in River, any of these cottages. River, field, yeah. hill country. I mean, it is a animals. very, very unique feel. If you're into that kind of thing, Man. this is exactly the kind of place the you The Medina River is about two and a half football fields down the way. Yep. For, and beautiful place, man. That I, I love what they did. I'm like a huge fan of what they did, for but real. But they did build a, uh, they do have a clubhouse down there now. Where you can on like Friday and Saturday nights, I think, go down. You gotta officially join the club, but once you've joined the club, you can. I buy heard a about beer. this. That isn't that isn't. But listen, that's an incredible loophole, and I feel like I feel like it's okay, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like it's okay. There's nothing wrong with what they're doing, right? They just found a. They found they a loophole. Found a way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know if you're a clubhouse, okay. You but can hold sell on, I want to go back to this only real quick. to your club members. So this old historic house. Let's say someone comes in and buys it. It's like, I want to buy this, and here's what I'll only do this if y'all lift the alcohol ban. Right. But if you lift the alcohol ban, I'm going to buy this place. Going to fix it up, no matter what it costs. Nice. I'm going to fix up the yard, <clears throat> historically like it was. White picket fence. Going to make it a beer garden. Beer yeah. on tap. Only open till about nine thirty or ten. 
Very, you know, won't oversell the people. Yeah, yeah. Not, people, a, not a family, place to come get families, and, and anyone can come down and wants to have a couple of beers, whatever, and listen to entertainment. And, you know, hang out, talk to each other, play games. Uh, can do that. You know, like yeah. a little social. People, I think are, that's people pretty are much what they're doing it, you know? at the courts. Yeah. And I think people are going for it. The courts is a good place to do it because they're a little out of town. Big deal with Medina. And this, is, I think, is also something that probably, I don't know how, like, the people in Utopia are dealing with it. Or I know in Utopia East Texas kind of the or wherever thing. else they're dealing a with it. A really yeah. big deal with Medina is that the school is smack dab in the middle of town. And the town's not that big. And yeah. you have to, yeah. you have to have, be within a certain number of feet away from school property to sell alcohol. You know, like no, even a gas station or anything like that. Has to you cannot sell alcohol within a certain number of feet. I can't remember the number of feet right now. Yep. I think it's like a thousand feet or something. Well, like seventy-five percent of Medina is within a thousand feet of the school. You know, it's a big property. The school is. A do you know property. how you solve that problem? You know, well, so do you know, anything do you know how you that solve comes that would problem? have to be on the outskirts of town. I'll say you know you solve that problem. Print money. <laughs> you print freaking money, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Solve it. That'll solve it. That'll solve it. That'll solve all of our problems. <laughs> Do you think I mean, printing... There's not a problem in the world they shouldn't be able to solve by now, man. Just print the damn money. Well, I don't understand why they don't <laughs> just ship us a bag, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Helicopter like, money, man. Yeah. Helicopter yeah, drop money. it out, you know? I mean, damn. You know what? One thing else I want to say is, in nature, <clears throat> one of the most prolific species on planet Earth, man, is the fire ant. Yep. I mean, my God, dude. Those little things, dude. The way they work. I actually have always just really been irritated by them, and I still am, you know? But when you sit when you sit there and you watch them for a while... Oh, they're fascinating. Work, any ants. I mean, yeah, any ants. Yeah. The way that they work is, is really crazy. Do you know what I mean? Because, oh, like, yeah. if you drop bags of money to people, they'd kill each other over it. Yeah. You drop something to ants... They all very fast, quick pace, like they all have done it a million times. Yep. Tear that thing apart, share it, and make sure everyone has exactly what they need and is doing what they need. You know so what, what you're saying, Boone, is that we should be communists. No, <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing is, here's the thing is, well, only by, people should just know their natural role. Right. I, I you know what, what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. You know, because really, even in, even in that hierarchy, I mean, there is a hierarchy to some degree. But, I mean, I'm sure if the queen ant started taking all the food and not allowing the other ants to eat, right? I'm sure they would eat her, you know, yeah, eventually. Probably. You know, for real. Yeah. You know, that, that hierarchy, this is a great segue to something, actually, I was thinking about, is that hierarchy is okay. I really don't want to ever be that guy that just is just pissed off at everything because they did it. Right. You know, because I do believe that in humanity we probably do just like the ants. Some form of some form of some like some form of society. Yeah, government. society yeah, exactly. Right. It's gonna it's gonna exist. It's going to happen. It's going to and it probably you know? needs to. But and it for is so important it's so important to have trust. Right. You know, if you don't if they're not held accountable, it's it's all for nothing. Then right. then we're it's just as bad it, it's uncontrollable. You know. Yep. And and over to you, man. Well, you know, and, and for anyone who's you know, because I'm sure we probably have a few libertarian followers, people who listen to our show, 
And if you're a libertarian, you probably tend to lean toward anarchy of some sort. You know, I mean, I think pretty much any libertarian you talk to will admit that they've had their anarchist phase. You <laughs> yeah. know, yeah. at least they've had their phase. It's and like they, a roller coaster. Uh, it comes, still comes in and out. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know. Uh, personally, I am not an anarchist. I consider myself a minarchist, more of, you know, uh, straddling the line between a minarchist and like a classical liberal, like our founding fathers, you know, I think even our, I think even our, our, uh, our constitution maybe, maybe took it a little too far. You know, I think maybe we would have been a little better off with something more along the lines of a revised Articles of Wait, Confederation. Have you been you listening know? to that one guy too much? Oh man. Yeah. I don't, you know, but even though I do still respect the Constitution, I believe it is the best working piece of government legislation we have on existence right now. You know, yeah, I think I that uh, uh, it produced, at least for a while, the freest and most prosperous country on in in human history. What came before the Constitution? That you you've talked about this before, right? Well, uh, the, the first Constitution of America was the Articles of Confederation. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. And the Articles of Confederation basically made America a loose confederacy of sovereign states. You know, the first president wasn't George Washington. The first American president's name was John Hanson. He was just president during the Articles of Confederation, where the president had basically no executive power over the entire country. Yeah. So you've never heard of him before. You know? yeah, I've never heard of him <laughs> you know? before in my yeah. life, man. Most people haven't. What's his name? You know, John Hanson. That poor the, guy. Yeah, dude, yeah. That he, sucks, he was man. the real first president of America. Can you imagine if he yeah. had a, if he had like a Twitter? Yeah, right. <laughs> He'd be so pissed, dude. You know what I mean? I mean, what he the would hell? be like, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, he like. I think there was something like I don't remember exactly how many. There were like five presidents under the Articles of Confederation before we switched to the Constitution, which George Washington was the first president yeah. under. Uh, so George Washington was the first president under our current government. That we live under right now, but uh, but anyway, the, uh, the, a lot of the founding fathers thought that the Articles of Confederation were a bit too loose. You know, there was a, there wasn't quite enough unification in the country. Every, every all the all the different states were acting a bit too independent. You know, states wouldn't help each other out. Uh, a big problem, like during the Revolutionary War, when America was operating under the uh, Articles of Confederation during the war. Uh, a big problem was that states would refuse to send their troops out of their own state. Yeah. You know, they'd be like, "No, we're not sending." You know, we're we're, we're keeping our troops here. You like, know, like Florida and, did recently. <laughs> Florida did that recently with the uh, with the trucker convoy. I I read oh, this. Really? I, who knows what they is real send anymore? National Guard? I'm just gonna say that right now. I don't know what's real anymore. Anything. Right. So I don't know, but I did read that somewhere that Florida resisted to send their National Guard. When the federal administration asked people to send help, right, and they refused, you know, right. but yeah. anyways, yeah, but anyways, it, it reminded me of that what you said. In uh, I believe 1787, they had the uh, uh, constitutional convention where they were going to. The plan was only to revise the Articles of Confederation to amend them, you know, to make them a bit stronger and better. Well, a few founding fathers like James Madison and uh, Alexander Hamilton had some different ideas. They came with a brand new constitution, which there was some debating over, which lead, it led to our country's first two parties, the Anti-Federalists and the Federalists. 
Uh, and they debated over the Constitution and the Articles of Confederation for quite some time until eventually, in 1791, the Constitution uh, became, you know, became law, took full effect. Uh, and, you know, the, the, during the debates, I've read the, uh, you know, I've read the Federalist Papers and the Anti-Federalist Papers, and uh, I think that the Federalists, their system worked for quite a number of years. However, it eventually, I mean, you know, say what you want about the Constitution, you know, we've all heard this before, it, 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 it ended us up where we are today, it, you know, I mean, it was either, it was either too, you know, powerful enough to allow the government we have, or it was so unpowerful that it couldn't prevent the government that we have today, you know. Yeah. Uh, but still, I do, like I said, I do still believe that the Constitution is the best thing we have at the moment. I think it should be defended. And uh, I just wanted to play this clip. I'm sure a few people have probably heard it by now. Yeah. Uh, but it's just... Uh, I, mean, I have. Maybe Just, just the most it. ridiculous thing I've ever heard, you know? Yeah. I mean, and it, it really... But, but I mean, the, the scary thing is that it actually is becoming quite a common opinion in America, you know? And I'm just going to go ahead and play the clip, and then we'll talk about it afterward. Constitution be thrown out? What do we do? Is it a living document? Is it a or is it a sacred document? It's certainly not sacred. All right, let's start there. The Constitution is kind of trash. Now let's just again let's just talk as adults for a second. What did you say? It's what? It's kind of trash. Trash. It was it was written by slavers and colonists and white people who were willing to make deals with slavers and colonists. They didn't ask anybody look like me what they thought about the Constitution. Mm -hmm. They didn't say, "Oh, Jim, come over here. What do you think about this old Constitution?" Well, Massa, I sure don't like how you stole my children. Um, But I gotta say, Massa, this King George, he needs to be stopped. My my grandpappy used to say, "Ain't no taxation without representation." for massa like that's not what happened okay this document was written without the consent of black and brown people in this country and without the consent of women in this country and i say that that if that is the starting point Mm -hmm. the very least we can do is ignore what those slavers and colonists and misogynists thought and interpret the constitution in a way that makes sense for our modern world that's the starting line do you want to rewrite it i could (laughs) i could rewrite parts of it in a tweet now in your book okay i'll so, i, I want to say this i'll yeah. start by saying this like we could start let's start with his his argument right what he's saying like do you feel like that that is true he's saying that basically that because it was written by people who were racist and misogynist um in in today's terms right you know obviously uh they should be dispelled from their ideas that have built the nation that we all that we all stand yeah. upon. Well, I'll answer that by pointing one thing out. The the one thing that I noticed right off the bat when I when I watched this video is that he starts off by saying the Constitution is kind of trash, and then he doesn't talk about the Constitution at all for the whole rest of the video. He doesn't he doesn't say any parts of the Constitution that he thinks are trash. Because the fact is, the Constitution is what gives him the individual liberty to even sit on television and say that the Constitution is trash. Yeah. You know, say what you will about the men who wrote the Constitution; they still did it with a way where you could amend the Constitution. Which, by the way, is how we ended up with the Thirteenth Amendment. You know, the one that ended slavery in this country. Yeah. You know, couldn't have done that without the constitutional process. To amend the Constitution. Yeah. You know? I mean, also, also, there's also a constitutional amendment that gave women 
the right to vote. Yeah, I also in this and I agree, and that that you is know? the way. If you're going to change the Constitution, you can. Yeah, by amendments, absolutely. right? Uh, so I I think that that seems pretty fair, just off the front. If you're just unbiased looking at yeah. it, like that seems like pretty fair thing. Right. But it, it it just takes what I mean. It takes oh, it's a hard thing it to takes do. Popu- but it takes if enough popular opinion is there, right. it could happen, right? Yep. If you get enough people in your favor, and there's a lot of unfair things in life. Uh, nothing's going to be perfect. But about this guy's argument, though, I do agree that in modern terms, those people would be very frowned upon. Those people would be imprisoned for their actions, probably. Most anybody right. who was alive then. Yeah. Oh, I mean, pre- yeah. so so to compare the two, I'm so tired of that because you can't com- to compare those times is very tough. So you want to compare those people to our social status today and who we are as people and where we've come socially, you know, and you know, mentally and spiritually and where we've come as as right. people. And you want to compare that to, to 240 or 50 years ago, but then when you talk about the Constitution, you say it's some old dinosaur document that is old and irrelevant. Right. And it's like, well, can't can't you use that same justification to those people? They're ancient in some ways. They're 300 years old, damn near. Right. From the time they were born, you know what I'm saying? Really? So, you know, by that same argument, you know, if the Constitution is outdated, so too is the fact that their ways are way different than ours, and you can't judge them by, uh, by the way that we hold social right. status today. And so that's that point to me should be null and void right there. Yeah. You know, like, you've got to forget about that shit, man. We've got to move past that. Right. Like, like what is the preamble to the Constitution say? The we the people of the United States of America. In order to form a more, more perfect, perfect union. union yeah. You know, basically, yeah. and then it basically goes on to say that, uh, you know, I mean... All, all men, everyone is created equal. equal. Yeah. Every person is created equal. Change that part. That's fine. You know, right. uh, that way the 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 woman of the year can still be included in that. You know. Yeah. You know who the woman of the year is this year. Oh yeah, wasn't it uh, Bruce Jenner? No, it wasn't. No, no, that was 2015. Oh. oh dang. This year it was Rachel Rachel Levine, oh, the first con- the right. first general. Yeah. First woman general. Oh, jeez. Do you know what? This is another thing. You know what? <coughs> Hold on. Well, before let, we move let, on. Let's, yeah. Hold yeah. On, we're we're going to go on. there, though. We're okay. going to go there in a minute. All right. We'll go there. We'll, we'll make that the last <laughs> yeah, segment. Okay, yeah, okay. Because there's also some other big news in that whole, <laughs> yeah, in yeah, that yeah. whole thing. But one more point I'm going to make about this clip we played. One of the parts that really irked me, man, you know, and it's something that you hear so often is that, like, well, the, you know, these founding fathers, even if they don't try and say that they were racist and stuff, they'll say, well, they just lived so long ago, our world is completely different, so we can't just, you know, we can't, we can't listen to what they said, you know, and that's one of the things he said. He said one of the most important things we can do is disregard what these people said, you know, about, about what they had to think, what they wrote in their letters to each other, what they wrote in their personal correspondence, you know. Yeah. What did they say? What did they... We can look at the text of the constitution yeah all we want but you can't really understand the text of the constitution without understanding the people who wrote it who, who they were who yeah. they In were and why they wrote yeah. it yeah, 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 what yeah. was going through their heads you can't we cannot disregard that yeah. 
And I think that that is a that is a an attitude that I think in many ways has gotten us where we are today as a nation. Yeah. You know, and how you just big want to dismiss and powerful. Them. You want to dismiss them as as either old or 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 dismiss them as racist and bigots right. instead of breaking you know, down the totality of who they really were. You know, you know, I've always used the analogy of like if you were working on like a car or a house. Let's say a house. Let's say you had a, a house with a good foundation. Just had some some stuff needed fixing with it, you know. And uh, let's say you you just so happen to have the personal notes of the guy who built your house, right? Let's say it's a damn old house. It's a really freaking old house. The guy who wrote this is dead and gone by now. He's a skeleton in the ground. Even his, his world is completely gone. And, and times have totally changed. I still do not think that if you had this house that you were trying to work on, had a good foundation, and you found the personal handwritten notes of the guy who wrote the ha- uh, who built the house, yeah, yeah, I still don't think anyone would be foolish enough to just toss him out. I'm not even going to read that. Who cares what he says? Totally. Like that's the guy who built your house, and it's the same thing with our founding fathers, man. I will use founding father quotes. In almost any topic I debate, when it when it comes to like the politics of America, I'm gonna leave it at this. I also believe in the Constitution. I believe in it because I mean, think of think about the that idea of not only personal liberty and individual freedom, you know, but also just uh, I mean, man, it was really the first document of its kind ever. Right. You know what I mean? So like, it it really in that context. Of human history is very young, yeah. right? In the way I see it, yeah. and I feel like it's it's an it's an idea that that needs to be built upon, yeah. not torn down. Yep. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that, and I will always. I really do. I nothing is perfect. I will absolutely acknowledge that, and no one is perfect. And there's not a time in history where there's been perfection, you know, of any sort. Right. But I I think it's also gotten us. To the good times that we've enjoyed as well, not just the bad times. It has allowed for some things. But, you know, greedy people also snuck in. They sneak into anything, man. They sneak into all the forms of government that people around believe in. You know, people that have had more of a socialistic lifestyle across uh, across the Pacific in China and Asia and stuff, those people, they have a good way of life, but sometimes corruption creeps in there. Right. You know, it cre- people, just greedy people, man, yep. they come in. And that's why the way we treat people and the way we, ch- you know, that we look at the world and not try to get get too greedy, man, I think that's really important, you know, yep. I, I, no matter what system you live in, you know. No, anything, no matter how pure you make it in the beginning, it's going to end up getting corrupted. corrupted. You, know, you have to readjust and I, it, I, I rebuild, definitely believe yeah. it. And, and that, this is why. I'm going to end this subject right here with this. I, we've, we've drawn on with it. I actually believe... That the Declaration of Independence is the most important document in American history. Not the Constitution, but the Declaration of Independence. Because the Declaration of Independence clearly states that men will become accustomed to living under tyranny, right? But eventually, there and I'm paraphrasing here. <laughs> this is not this is not the text yeah. of the of the Declaration of Independence. But it basically says that men will become a t- accustomed to living under tyranny and authority. But there is a breaking point at which time 
it is the it is the right of free men to break their ties with the with the existing government and declare themselves free. And I think that Amen, dude. That is the most important sentiment in in the entire American mythos, if you ask. Me. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with yeah. you on that totally. And and perfect place to stop there. And let's go back over to this woman of the year thing. And not only that, but the, there's also some other issues going on. I know there is. And you know, I want to say this. You know, we are not here to be right or wrong. We're right. just at, for me, for sure. We're here because we have fun doing this. We've always chatted about this type of stuff and felt like we have the ability to put a podcast out there let's just do it you know we'll see let's just do it let's talk about things and every night now and then though we do hit on something where i think we do we do have a little bit of a strike like a, a good strike yeah and there's one place about six seven maybe eight months ago i can't remember we did an episode where we talked about the trans sports, dude, okay? Mm. And we said, what's the solution? And I said, we got the solution. And we had the solution right there. We said, trans league. Yep. Their own division. If you're a trans athlete, take it. I see so many people. I've read three or four articles in the past week about how there needs to be a trans division. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, so if there's any... If you ever listen through any of our stuff and our ranting and our bullshit, and there's a lot of it, there's right. a lot, there's a lot of, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, places where we probably get off the tracks sometimes, right. you know. Oh, but yeah. every now every and episode. then you might pull something <laughs> from it. I'm yeah. telling you, on this one, we have the solution, and I think that is fair. I have no problem with that. As a matter of fact, if I was sitting there and there was a TV on. And someone was like, oh, dude, this is the Trans League. Ice Hockey Trans League. I'd probably be like, ah, I'll watch it. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if you want to compete in a sport, compete yeah. against the similar, you know, it has to be, right, let's meet yeah. in the middle here, man. Yeah. Let's meet in the middle here. I think people, American people, are willing to... They don't. That's what proves most people don't have a problem with trans people. There's no transphobia. No one gives a shit. If you want to do that, that's fine. Right. Where they care is if you start to become the woman of the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That is an insult, man. It, like I, I feel like are are you? Do you see that as an insult to women? Oh, absolutely, I do. I mean, how can anybody I mean, not see that as an insult to women? I feel like there's know. no one says that. The whole woman of the Some year people thing, do say that. A lot of people say that, but man. I think even pales to what has just recently happened in women's swimming. Jesus. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Leah Thomas. I don't know what their what their name was before they transitioned, but their name now is Leah Thomas. Yeah, and we'll go with it. And we'll go with it. Yeah, well, hey, I'll call you Leah. Yeah, you, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Hey. Uh, Prefer you not swim against women yeah. though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll call you whatever preferred pronoun you want, man. Just know that my preferred adjective is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for real. So if you're gonna say if you're gonna refer to me, I'm awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll change no. my name. I'll yeah. change my name. Okay. You know. Let's go. No, no, no. But anyway, <laughs> she, uh, he, she, whatever you want to say, recently won the uh, Division One National Championship of Women's Swimming. I think the most important thing to keep in mind here is that this this person before they transitioned 
was ranked like 400-something in the men's division. Yeah, but there's an update on this. I do believe they lost. Uh, uh, Leah Thomas lost recently. Oh, yeah? I did, like, this weekend. Like, she she got to there. She got to the... Got to the... Beat a lot of people out and got moved on. But has now like, got to the... Like, the qualifying events and stuff and been beaten. You know what I'm saying? By a real woman? Yeah, by, by women. That's yeah. a good... That, that's great news. It, it, <laughs> that's it, it great. is. It is. But, but to the bigger <laughs> picture, though, here, though... This is not a good precedence to set. No, absolutely It not. needs to be stopped now. Yep. You know, and also I do believe that the media and stuff does this because they sensationalize this. Leah Thomas, you know, we forget sometimes, and I think this is a, a problem that we have just as people who commentate on life, is like Leah Thomas is a person, you know, and, and uh, regardless of what we think or what anybody thinks is like they sensationalize these, these stories and they and and they, you know they, they're not doing any favors right. by sensationalizing these stories. You know this needs to be nipped, and this needs to really just be put to an end. Make a trans league, and quit and and let's fucking move on. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Make a place where trans people can compete in sports if they want to. No one who across the board would have an issue with that. Right. No one. You know, and then yeah. just move on. It would take money. But instead, they sensationalize these issues, and they do it. And I true, and I and I do believe that there is a faction in, in this country and in the world that does this because they need, they need fighting, they need in fighting. So oh, yeah. they're gonna take hotbed issues like this. That's why this, they had that guy on that network talking about the Constitution. Yeah, on the View. Look, do you think the people who who have the View? who use freedom of speech to make all the money that they have really think the constitution is trash yeah. and they want like a, a, some like form of like hierarchy like dictatorship type of system where you can't speak against yeah, the system like at all like what's going on in Russia exactly right now exactly right well and what probably yeah exactly i yeah. mean what goes on in other countries for sure across the world not just there right. you know and do you, they don't want that but they allow that on their talk show because they know that it what it's going to do is it's going to get clicks and it's going to get all types of attention. It's going to piss people off. Yep. Going to get shared all over the place from people irritated. They don't care what type of attention it is. That that type of mentality is doing so much damage to our society, and yep. it's just making us weak as people. It's not Leah Thomas and people who choose to be trans that necessarily make us weak. Right. I don't believe that. I believe that though they're people. And people are going to do weird shit in life. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, you're going to do weird shit, I'm going to do weird shit that someone thinks is weird shit that I think might, is weird shit what they do, who's, you know, right? that's culture, dude. You know what I'm saying? That's just it. And whatever people choose to do, I, I, I'm not the person who gives a shit, really. And I think a lot of people really do feel that way. But where I have a real problem with it is like, I have two daughters, so if they compete in something, you're going to say that some guy can... I'll pull them the fuck out right there and just say no. They're not competing right. against a, a, a biological male. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Now, if on, on the opposing room right there they have a trans league going on at the same time as the female leagues are going on, no one gives a shit. No right. one says anything. There's no reason to make these things an issue, man. They the media is doing this shit 
not they're doing it on purpose, but I don't think necessarily they they don't care about the blowback that's going to come from it. Right. They they care about the money, you know, and they follow right. the money, and they're just so in, intent on getting that that cash at the end of the day, man, that they can all split up and make those huge ass salaries that they don't think about the damage that they're really causing on people. And and it, that's why I said earlier is like I don't even know what to believe anymore. That's why right now the propaganda has gotten so out of control. Like the American media has the, you, we have freedom of speech and we say like Russia suppresses their media and they do. And so does China and other countries. Right. But and we don't suppress our media, but what we what American media does is we fill the media sphere with so much shit that yep. it like makes your mind fall out, dude. Right. You know, you said, don't be so open-minded that your mind falls out. And it's like, they flood the, it, the... It's just flooded with shit. You don't know what to believe. Yep. You know, and that's... You know, that's why we go to band.com. No, no, no. Band.video. You know, and no, that, I mean, that is so true. You know, I mean, American media is just... Really, they all just parrot each other. NBC, ABC, Fox. Yeah, we've all CBS. seen the videos. We've all seen the we've videos. All se- yeah, yeah, we've all seen that 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 one viral video. It's been around for like ten years. Yeah, where they all just line all, up. Yeah. God, man, man, that How is a disturbing. that that video like legitimately gives me chills. Yeah, the, to the, watch that video like for the for our culture and this time would be the perfect thing. 80, 100, 120 years from now. For them to play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is what people dealt with on their news. Yep. Like, if, and you this know is why saying? you're seeing the rise of so many independent media factions popping yeah. up, yeah. you know, everywhere. Because people are just tired of the of the parroting, you know. And, uh, God, you man. know, and, and, and you made a good point, too, where they're just they're just all over the place in American media, man. They just they they find something they pick something they latch onto it you know and they just they're good throw it in your face throw dude it in your they're face, freaking good they're good at and what they do it's insane yeah. it's it's insane how they can switch shit from COVID oh, to Russia and like oh, work dude. it works wasn't dude. that crazy wasn't that just like week long transition crazy you know like seriously dude went we from, know who's behind Biden now yeah fucking oh, David yeah. Blaine oh and David Blaine David Blaine. <laughs> the only way it's the only way it's the only fucking way they could have done it you know right yeah. on the street yeah on the street man dude i'd like to see one of his shows man. yeah or, or chris cool. angel would you right. watch it yeah, oh I'd yeah it. i'd love too. to go to one of those me shows too. me too me too i remember i used to watch chris angel you know the show where he'd be on the street oh heck you know, yeah dude who, me too which one was the which was the magician who did the famous dove head he like had a dove with its head tucked under the wing, and he had like a fake dove head. Yeah, I can't remember oh, that. Oh man, no. I remember. I remember, I remember, I remember the, the levitating. Watching. Yeah, the levitating. Who was one. that? What was that? That was, was that Chris, Chris Angel. Angel? Was yeah, that was the show. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah, yeah. But, we'll uh, veer off there, but yeah. But you know, speaking of COVID, by the way, real quick, anyone who's paying attention right now to China knows that right now China is undergoing its worst surge since 2020. It's worst surge since the very first surge. So I'm just throwing this prediction out here right now. Either right before the midterms or right after them, 
COVID's coming back to America, and the lockdowns are coming back. The narrative's going to switch again. Okay, they'll either do it right before the midterms so that they can get all that mail-in voting. You know, I don't know. Maybe. I, I or they'll I, do I, it right after the midterms as to not to get, try and give Democrats the best chance possible. I don't like <clears throat> that. I like that opinion. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've been thinking about that. You know, yep. it's someone that I've talked about on the show before, Gerald Salente, great trend forecaster is what he calls him, you know, himself, kind of invented his own lane, you know, in some ways. But uh, he talked about how the COVID war will be over by March, and he talked about that a while back. Right. And I agreed with that. But I think when we're looking more long term, I don't think so, dude. No. Even Fauci made a comment this week, man, came back. And it's like, we people. Need more people vaccinated. Yeah, you know, and I think that this could be a thing. It's like, dude, here's, again, right back to what we were saying. The media, man, they, this is their tool right now. They can, if they go, so if Russia dies down and they know that, that that's a lost cause and they back out, they're not going to back out and nothing's going to fill the void. Right. So, you know, and that's where you're right. Yep. It could very easily be COVID coming back, shutdowns. Hey, mask again. Even not 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 even necessarily if Russia backs out, because I don't believe Russia is going to back out. I think they're yeah. gonna they're gonna besiege Kiev and they're gonna get their terms eventually. That's, well, well, absolutely. That's I, yeah, but I even agree. if this does that, bog yeah. down in Ukraine, yeah, like where we don't want to we're, something we, we like realize, we're tired yeah. of hearing about it. Yeah, there's a war going on in Ukraine. We want to hear about something else. It's not turning the They'll profits bring, for yeah. the for the media machine. Yeah. you know, because that's what they they want. That you know, there's it. This is a this is a. This, this this greased wheel of corruption and greed is is bad. Yeah. It's going to take some real shifting in our way of thinking and our way of doing business and treating each other in this country to figure it out. Right. To figure out the movement. So back to ants. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? These leaders, man, they think that they are the ones that think that ants are stupid. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. like you know, people are stupid. And that, oh, look, these people will just, they'll fall for socialism, or they'll fall for fake capitalism, or they'll fall for fake socialism, or they'll fall for f- communism. Or, dude, whatever the ism is, whatever the ism is, man, when the trust is lost yep. in the hierarchy of the class that is supposed to either represent the people or keep the people, keep the society at peace and in a good place, shit goes down, bro. Yeah. Shit just goes down, and they just got to figure that out. That like you got to stop. They've got to be held accountable. Right. And by that I mean, I support the international bodies of other countries that want to investigate the Bush administration and Obama administration and war crimes. I completely support it. Yeah, I think it should be done. I think they should be held accountable. Same with Russia and anything they're doing in the Ukraine right now. That I think they should be held accountable if they're doing something that is illegal and doing things that where they're just invading a country. Most people think they're just invading a foreign a country, but if people, if international body of countries that have that have disinterested opinions right. can come together to do research and find out what's really going on, and there was no provocation, then I think they should be held accountable. Right. You know, but but if if Russia should be held accountable, so should the United States. And the leaders. And go back to the Clinton administration. And Bush won. Absolutely. 
I mean, I mean, those people are dead. But whoever was in those administrations that is not dead, yep. should be should be brought to, it should be brought to question. I mean, yeah. and, and that's not popular no, and, to say, and, and it scares people. But dude, if 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 someone sells a bag of fucking weed in Dallas, they fucking might go to jail. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they might pay that for years of their life. Right. You know. And you can go to another country and destroy it. Gaddafi's got to go. That's what Obama said. Yep. You know, uh, Mubarak's got to go. That's what Joe Biden said. Joe Biden said Mubarak, Hosni Mubarak of Egypt had to go. Yep. Because he was a dictator. Been leading for 50 years. Yeah. And then you look at how long Joe Biden's been in public office. Yeah, and I'll just say For this. For almost 50 years, you know, dude. This will be my closing statements. A- anyone who doesn't think that NATO and America and, and, and the West has some, par- <coughs> excuse me, some part, some responsibility in what's going on in Ukraine right now, you really need to watch the documentary Ukraine on Fire. Oh man, yeah, Oliver Stone I mean, documentary. Come on, dude. Yeah. This documentary yeah. was made in like what 2016. 16. Yeah, Oliver Stone's good one, man. He's... And it details the the uh, the Orange Revolution. It details. Yeah. The, I mean, it really it, it actually goes starts way back, like a hundred years ago. Goes through the whole history. Yeah. Goes through what happened in 2008, what happened in 2014. There's a lot of moving parts. And, oh, man. I- anyone who thinks that this just came out of nowhere and it's is completely unprovoked, yeah. you really need to look more into yeah, what happened right, around 2014. Oliver Stone also did some documentaries on JFK. Yeah. You know, and really great work on moving that forward because that's important knowledge. Right. It's important for us to know what people that have been controlled and manipulated by greed and want that. They want, they just, they, they don't think like, like we're taught to think, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like they're, they're they, they just, some people lose it somewhere and they get this power and because our systems do, they, they find Bad loopholes, you know, loopholes in order to do harm to society. And I think, truly, a lot of them don't even realize that they're doing it. They're not doing it to harm society. They don't realize the blowback. They're just, right. they get comfortable with making a lot of money and banking off the system. It, it's basically like, you know how we get mad, certain people get mad at people who take handouts. Oh, you're taking government assistance. I see these people go to the, you know, to the government office and they got brand new Nikes and a nice car and they're getting government money and stuff like that and they get mad at those people and they're like they're banking off the system well in the same way those rich people are doing the same thing oh yeah do you know what I'm saying but but there's some people who do right and who make a lot of money and who do fucking phenomenal and who don't do that and there's some people who need help who don't cheat the system, who just need some help. Yep. And they should be allowed, and, and it should be there. You know what I'm saying? And so it just bastardizes the system when they do that. And, uh, man, I, I wish those were the people we could kind of focus on. Those are That way of thinking, not just the people, but that just that idea and that way of thinking needs to be eradicated. You know, that greedy way of thinking, man. Uh, you can have a capitalistic society... 
and not everybody need to be a greedy bastard. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think those things have to go together. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So maybe I'm just a maybe I'm just a dreamer, dude. I don't know, but you know, I I I think the problems that we face are very deep in society, and there's no perfect answer. But but holding people accountable and not allowing people to corrupt the system is vital yeah. to any system that you're in. You know, and that goes to the top to the bottom. There's and all the in between. And uh, with that being said, I think one thing. And I was at a gig, again, a different gig this past weekend than the one I was talking about earlier. And I was about to start playing music, and I was talking to the table in front. And it was a couple from Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, we got to talking. They are probably middle-aged people. And we got to talking, and we were just saying that, you know, somehow the conversation got on to, you know, if just the way people treat people. Just the way you treat people, like in your daily life, like wherever you go, no matter what you do, yep. from the gas station to the, you know, to your work or to home to the people around you, like just the way we treat each other, like if if that changes and that becomes more positive, like how far does that go for society? Right. You know, like I don't think it fixes everything for damn sure. Right. But man, it makes a huge difference. You know, and I, that's kind of been a theme of it's been on my plate because you never know what someone's going through, man. Yep. You never know what someone's going through, and if we just treat each other better, we can really, you know, we don't, you know, we we have power as people. Yeah. You know, in that way. So, well, right on, man. We're about eight minutes over what we wanted to aim at. We're gonna go hiking and probably shoot some guns. Yeah. <laughs> hey. They. We're in Texas. This is America. Yeah. This is Texas. Better yet. This is Bandera County. This is the hill country. Yeah. The Appalachia of Texas. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day. Thank you.